Have you been frustrated because you have prayed and prayed and prayed to God for a blessing and still have seen no sign of it? Well, let me tell you something. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you a word that God has given me, and it's all about removing all that frustration because your blessing has your name. Get ready. Welcome back to another episode of Bless Not Stressed. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My name is Didier Darius. Every Tuesday, I will be uploading new content that's going to lift you up, motivate you, and most importantly, it will empower you with the Word of God. In the past few weeks, I've been sharing a word that God has given me. It's titled, your blessing has your name. I have shared it with many people and it has just blessed their lives. God placed it in my heart to share it today with you so it can bless your life as well. So let's dive in. The title is Your Blessing Has Your Name. Why did I choose that title? Because many people think that your blessing is going to go to someone else. Many people think that your blessing is not going to come to you. Many people think that other people might be blessed, but I'm not going to be blessed. Whenever God blesses your life, whenever God prepares a blessing for you, he writes your name in it. So you don't need to worry about your blessing going to someplace else, to another person, because it's going to come to you. Whenever you tell God, God, I want you to bless my life this way, and it aligns with the purpose of God, God writes your name in that blessing, and that blessing will come to to your life. It will happen. When God gives you a promise, he writes your name in that promise and he is going to fulfill it. So I want you to get ready because I'm going to describe what's been happening around. Here's the thing. I was reading the book of 2 Samuel chapter 9 verse 1 through 10. It talks about David. David tells his servant Ziba. He asks him a question. He says, is there somebody left in the house of Saul whom I can show mercy to? Ziba answered him, yes, there is one guy. His name is Mephibosheth and he lives in Lodabar. I want to make a stop right there because I want to tell you what Lodabar is. Lodabar is a place where people feel forgotten. Lodabar is a place where people feel hopeless. Lodabar is the place where negativity is, you know, surrounding them. It's that place where they feel that there's nothing good coming through their lives. I don't know how many of you are in that place right now where you have no hope, where you have no faith, where you can't see that God is going to do something in your life, where you feel trapped and you see no doors. That's what Lodabar is and that's where Mephibosheth had lived, although he was the grandson of a king, he was raised in Lodabar in a place where he thought he was forgotten. You need to be very careful where you are right now, because if you are in a place where there's just too much negativity, if you are in a place where it's just people bringing you down instead of lifting you up, it begins to change you, just like how it changed this guy. Mephibosheth, although he was the grandson of a king, he didn't see value in himself. He didn't see that God had something good for him. He couldn't walk. So I just imagine him feel feeling forgotten. I imagine him not being able to do the normal activities that other people would do. He was really depressed. He was really filled with anxiety. He was really frustrated because he couldn't do the things that other people could do. Because he felt like there was no blessing coming to him. Lodabar also means no word. It was the place where nobody thought that the word of God can reach that place. You know, it surprises me how people think that they have sinned so much that God will not forgive them and God will not show them their love. If you are listening to this message right now, it's because God is still giving you a chance wherever you are at. It doesn't matter if you're in your highest moment or in your lowest moment. God's love still reaches you. You cannot escape his love just like you cannot escape his mercy. 
I need you to get out of that place. Get out of that negativity. Get out of all those thoughts that are bringing you down. Get out of there. You need to get out of a place called Lodabar. And you need to build up your self-esteem. You need to build up yourself. You were created to be a masterpiece. You are a masterpiece of God. He created you. He molded you. There has been some things that have been attached to you, but if you let him work in your life, he will show you the greatness that he put inside of you. He will show you the goodness. He will show you the promises. He will show you the masterpiece that he created. That's the beautiful promise of God that he will show you if you let him work with you. So here's Mephibosheth and David calls him and he says, come when he gets there, he tells him, I'm going to give you all the lands, everything that was of Saul, I'm giving it to you. I would have been shocked. I would have been happy. I would have said, yes, give it to me. But he said, who am I? I'm just a dead dog. Because whenever you are in that negative place, in that darkness, whenever you stay there for too long, it changes you. And it makes you believe that you cannot deserve a blessing of God, that you cannot deserve a promise of God, that you won't deserve the things that God has for you, that you don't deserve them. But you deserve so much more because he has paid for your sins in the cross. There is so much more that God wants to give you. There is so much more that God's going to fulfill in your life. Now, here is Mephibosheth and he tells him, who am I? But he told him, you know what? I don't care where you have been eating before. From now on, you're going to be eating in the table of a king. You're going to be eating with me all the time, every day. It doesn't matter what happened before, you are going to be here. Why? Because that was always his blessing. That land, it was his grandfather. It was then going to be his father's. And then it was going to be his. That land had his name on it. Just like your blessing has your name on it. You feel like you can't see it. You feel like there's no way you're going to reach it. But God has placed your name in it. So don't worry. Stop stressing. It's coming. Learn how to pursue the one who gives you the blessings instead of the blessing. Because the blessing on its own will bless your life. It will be a blessing, but you won't feel blessed. I have seen some people that have so many blessings, but they don't feel blessed because they're not holding on to the one who gives the blessings. If you hold on to the one that gives the blessings, you will learn how to enjoy it all completely. I don't know about you, but me, I like it all. I want it all completely. God, you're going to bless me. I want to see the blessing. I want to feel blessed as well. Here's the second point. God does not forget. Mephibosheth had no clue that those lands were his. Although it was part of his destiny, it was part of his purpose. There are times where we pray to God and we say to God, God, I am praying for this person. I am praying for this house. I am praying for my family. But since we don't see God working, we think he's never going to do it, so we forget about it. I don't know how many petitions that you have given to God, you have already forgotten about it. Here's the beautiful thing. God does not forget. God does not forget all those times that you were praying. God does not forget all those prayers that you brought up to him. He still has them, and you are walking right now towards them. He is going to bless your life. When he does, he is going to surprise you. Because here's the funny thing about surprises. We all want God to surprise us, but we don't like to deal with suspense. If you want God to surprise you, you need to learn how to handle the suspense. The suspense is the moment of silence, is the moment where you don't know what's coming next, is the moment where you don't know if what's coming next is good or it's bad or if it's going to scare you or if it's going to surprise you and fill you with joy. That's what suspense does to you. And you tell God, God, I want you to surprise me. God, right now, he is just in silence. 
He is in silence waiting to surprise you, waiting to show you his goodness. You are about to see the glory of God. There's a story about a guy who bought a mine. And this was in the times where that was very common, you know, where people will go buy mines and they will dig for gold and, you know, they became very rich. This guy brought his whole family. I don't know if it was in the state like Colorado. I don't remember very much, but he brought his family and they started digging, digging, digging. They found gold and they just kept on digging and they found gold and then they reached a stop and they didn't find gold at all. And then they started giving up. Everybody started leaving. Everybody left. The guy that bought the mine, he gave up. He said, that's it. There's no more gold here. So he sold the mine for $100. The guy that bought it brought somebody that knew about all this, you know, thing with the earth. And he told him, here's the thing. The reason why they couldn't find the gold is because the root, the vein, actually moved three inches to the side. That's why they were digging in the wrong direction, but they were just three feet away from gold. Right now, you might feel like giving up. You are so close to see the glory of God. You are so close to see the surprise that God has for you. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stand up. Keep on fighting. Stay fighting for the kingdom of God. Stay fighting for your blessing. Someone asked me, how do you fight for your blessing? Or how do you know if you're fighting for the correct blessing? Here's the thing. Whenever we think about fighting, we think about pursuing the blessing. And that's not how you fight for your blessing. The way that Jacob fought for his blessing was holding on to God. If you hold on to God, if you hold on to God and you tell God, I am not going to leave you until you bless me. Trust me, you will see the blessings that God has has for your life because as you walk you walk towards your blessings many times you think that the blessings are just going to come to you that's not how it happens you grow yourself you grow into the place where you receive your blessing you walk towards the place where you can now enjoy the blessing as you stay with God and as you walk you will see the blessings of God in your life you need to learn how to not pursue the blessing instead pursue God by holding on to him don't let him go. Trust him. He really has something for you. I have been in those moments where you feel like quitting. You feel like letting everything go because it's so hard. But God spoke to me and he said, you need to remember what you were called for. Whenever you remember what you were called for, I realized that what was happening around me couldn't even compare to what was about to happen. Because whenever you are called, you are backed up. You are blessed. You are provided for. God will bless you. God will provide for you. God will help you if only you stick with him. Your blessing has your name. Don't be depressed. Don't be filled with anxiety. Stop having those panic attacks. Focus. Know that your blessing has your name. Learn how to live a blessed life. And that means a calm life filled with peace, filled with joy, trusting God. Learn how to live that life. Learn how to hope and learn how to wait on God. If you wait on God, he will surprise you. You will go through the moment of silence. You will go through the moment of suspense. But God at the end will show you his glory. He will show you his goodness. Don't give up. Stand firm and count your blessings. Count your blessings. Whenever you feel like you haven't done anything, begin to count the blessings. Begin to count your victories. Count the small things that you have already accomplished until now. And know that God is still going to help you to accomplish more. Your blessing has your name. What God has given you, he won't give it to nobody else. Stick with him. Hold on to him and know that he will bless your life in the right time. You need to learn how to do that. You need to learn how to wait. 
If you let the blessing come to you and you're not prepared, it won't be a blessing. It will be a burden. So learn how to trust in God and how to trust this process. Because the moment you enjoy your blessing, the moment you enjoy the promise that God has for you, you will be so thankful with yourself for waiting on God. To conclude, I want us to summarize this all. You need to come out of that place of negativity. You need to build your self-esteem, believing in yourself, trusting yourself. You need to know that God has not forgotten. You need to know that God is going to surprise you. And that means that you are going to have to go through that moment of suspense, that moment of silence. And you need to learn that the way you're going to fight for your blessing is by pursuing the one who blesses you, not the blessing. Never pursue the blessing. It is deceiving. Whenever you think you're going through the right path and you end up in a wrong place, it's because you have been pursuing the blessing instead of pursuing the one who gives you the blessing. Learn how to hold on to God just like Jacob did, and you will see the glory of God. Jacob fought with God. It was night, but then the day came and it showed God's glory. That's what's going on in your life right now. You're going through a dark moment. You feel like it's night. You feel like it's just so dark, but you are about to see the day. You are about to see the glory of God. Your blessing has your name written on it. The things that you have prayed about years ago, God has not forgotten about them. And you might be just so close to them. Just like how that guy was three feet from God, you might be three feet from your blessing. It will be a shame if you gave up right now. To conclude, I want to pray for you. So right there where you're at, I just want you to receive this blessing. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every listener right now, every person that's going through that hard moment, every person that can't believe that there is something good coming to them, every person that has just given up because they feel, Lord, that they don't deserve the blessing that you have for them. I rebuke those thoughts in the name of Jesus, and I declare, Father God, that they will stand firm, that they will hold on to you, that they will pursue you, that in the moment of silence, in the moment of suspense, they're going to trust you, and they will enjoy the blessing that you have for their lives. And in the name of Jesus, I ask you to remove all those negative thoughts, all those thoughts, Lord, that are bringing their self-esteem down. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, I want to encourage you to share it with your friends. It really means a lot when I see so many people being blessed by the message. I want you to subscribe. And if you have a comment, you can go ahead and leave a comment as well. If you haven't left a review, it will mean so much if you do so. Join our community. Bless Not Stressed podcast community that's on Facebook. It's a group. You can join it. You can let us know what you thought about this episode. And you can follow me on Instagram, ddeer.daris. If you have a question about this episode, go ahead, shoot me a DM. God bless you. Remember, you need to be blessed, not stressed.